Week number four of the pylon here on Impact 89FM, your source for NFL talk here on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. We're recording on Thursday because uh, the football beat, myself, Matt, Mor- Matt Merrifield, and Zach Slowick are traveling to Iowa for the Michigan State-Iowa game, so that should be a lot of fun. But we got the pylon here for week four. Uh, gentlemen, how are we doing? Good. Ready to talk some more football this week. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a... What were we going to say, man? I'm sorry. I know you're good. I was just going to say I'm excited for tonight's game. Absolutely. Lions-Packers. Lions, I know, Matt, you're the resident Lions fan in here. Uh, Oscar, you're... Lions fan. Absolutely. Lions and then well. Jack's yes. the Steelers fan. So we got two Lions fans in this room for a week four between the Lions and the Packers. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But week three headlines. We're going to start off with the Miami Dolphins, who set <laughs> records uh, this previous Sunday, scoring... S- not 50, not 60, 70 points against the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos are an absolute mess. I'll touch on them a little later. But Miami Dolphins, this offense, I think it's safe to say that they are an elite unit with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Tua Tagovailoa, um, and you got Raheem Moster in the backfield. Um, Oscar, I'll start with you. I'm gonna, like, what is this Dolphins offense? Are they like, are you are they for real this year? Uh, I this this is I mean, putting up seventy points on any NFL defense, let alone a Broncos defense that I thought was gonna be pretty okay to start this season. Right. It it's really impressive, especially to do it without your wide receiver too and Jalen Waddle, because he was not playing this game. It it it's this is unprecedented. I don't think this is by far definitely the best offense in the NFL. I think we can all agree on that. But just the way that they've been you know, winning these games, they kind of can just do it in any different way. We saw literally Devon A. Chain ran for 203 yards right. against Insane. the Denver Broncos, too. He was a pretty popular uh, fantasy waiver wire pickup. Ex- yeah. He had like I, point, I, one points uh, week two, and then week three puts up I think 53. he was unfortunately already picked up in my fantasy league, yeah. so yeah, I was not. Was I, I could use a running back, too, but, I mean, man, it's just this offense looks – it's humming. It's so balanced. They can kill you however they want. We saw it with the Patriots last week where they just continually ran the ball and just beat them that way. It It's really dangerous, and this team looks legit. I mean, I, I would say close to being AFC champion favors, but – Close, favorites, yeah. Favorites, but I mean – they still got Kansas City in that. Definitely that small, uh, select few. Yeah. that they, they, the st- they still got Kansas City, Cincinnati, Which, yeah, you know. Buffalo in that league. So it'll be tough, but they look like they're prepared for it. They do look like they're prepared. I mean, this was that was a historical day in Miami. They could have uh, – Mike McDaniel had the opportunity to break the all-time points record, but he decided, you know what, uh, 73 is uh, too much, not 70. So they just sat it out. But, I mean, yeah, this is – one of the most impressive offensive performances uh, ever. Probably the most I've ever seen in my life. Um, like you said, a Devon A. Chain, over 200 yards, three touchdowns. Raheem Moster, another big fantasy uh, guy this week, four touchdowns. Um, and what was so crazy, it was, it was such a balanced um, like offense. They had Tua through for 376, but they also ran for 350, which mm-hmm. just – Absolutely insane. I mean, like uh, Oscar said, they are one of the favorites, if not the favorite. I wouldn't say the favorite, but one of them in the AFC moving forward. uh, Everybody's got to watch out for them. Yeah, all stats aside, I think they're definitely one of, like, the prettiest-looking offenses I've watched. I don't even know how long. I mean, just the way that they, they flow throughout the game, it's just so smooth, and I... I expect them to keep it up for the rest of the year and 
like you guys said, be big contenders. They have a big matchup this weekend against Buffalo, which has another offense that's humming. So it's going to be that's going to be a fun shootout to watch between them absolutely. Two. And Mike McDaniel, like I don't think we're talking about like how creative he is. I mean, you mentioned how creative he is, but like. Like he's one of the smartest coaches in the NFL. Like yeah. all, all the shovel passes and all the, I think he has. I think the Dolphins have like the most motion out of any offense yeah, in the league. And I think that just shows like how creative they are and just how unstoppable they are, especially with the weapons they have. So it's really impressive. I'm, I'm I really like if Tua stays healthy, this should be a, they should be in the AFC Championship. I would For think sure. you would think. Yeah. For so sure. And I mean, see they 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 had a lot of doubt coming into this year <laughs> right. too. I mean, a lot of people were looking at Tua. They didn't think he could be a legit quarterback who could lead this team. Some people were maybe questioning the defense on this team too. But I mean, I, they've they've shut up a they lot of look, people so far, especially I mean, with a performance like this. It's but, undeniable. They have yeah. maybe four of the fastest, four of the five fastest guys in the entire league on their offense. So of course yeah. they're gonna blazed by everybody absolutely uh on to the sunday night game uh the steelers squeaking by las vegas raiders it did get a little closer at the a end. little bit the roughs wanted um, to be close you know i i go back to kenny pickett you know we talked about him last week and the struggles and the fire matt canada i thought he showed a little bit of progress here 235 yards uh, two touchdowns no interceptions mm-hmm. with a quarterback rating of 108 so okay. i'm gonna start with you jack i mean you're a resident steelers fan here i mean what would you see out of this team i know Najee harris only had 65 yards on the ground 3.4 yards of carry you know, I, I think he's stru- still struggling to run the ball, but, I mean, they find ways to get it done, I guess. So Yeah, I mean, the one word I take away from this is uh, progress. I mean, every right. aspect, even Matt Canada, who I bashed <laughs> on all the shows I was on last week, was better. Everything was better. Pickett played his best game of the season easily. Uh, Najee played his best, even though the offensive line wasn't really helping him. The offensive line, they're still... A little iffy, but, I mean, Pickett only got sacked once, so at least uh, pass pro-wise they're doing okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it was first time in a while I watched a Steelers game besides the preseason where I was like, this is actually this is a football team I'm watching right now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it got a little close there at the end. Raiders were starting to move it. Um, that insane uh, – what was it? Mm-hmm. What was the call on Mika Fitzpatrick? Uh to remember targeting right target yeah yeah um, head to head, yeah it was that uh, rough in the passer sorry uh yeah they okay. called minka on the roughing the passer on minka that was absolutely terrible um i thought for a second there that they might take that win away from us but you know we'll take the win uh and we'll head on to uh energy stadium in houston the standard is the standard yes I, so. I mean i feel like this this game spoke a lot more volumes about Vegas as a football team this That's year fair. than it did right. Pittsburgh. I mean, it's it, the Vegas the the Raiders to me seem like they're sort of just in this limbo that they put themselves in. Where I didn't even talk about Josh they, McDaniels. Oh, he he's a different that. story, yeah. but they they sort of put themselves in this limbo where they can't really tank but they can't also compete with the current team that they have right now. No. And it's really evident with the way that Jimmy G played in this game, too. I mean, a lot of people, I don't know how many people thought that he was going to solve Vegas' uh, quarterback problem Nobody. by replacing Derek Carr and running him out of town. He definitely does not look like he's the problem right now. No, no, no. Or was the problem for this team. But, I mean, man, just I think Las Vegas has a lot to do and a lot to build on right now. It's it. It's not looking pretty. Josh Jacobs 
has looked like he's regressed a lot yeah. since his I think missing training camp really hurt him 1, because he was on the contract holdout. Yeah, and yeah. Miss, him missing the entire training camp and expecting him to come back to form like he was last year. He's the league's leading rusher. I, it's kind of tough to do. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, he's, and, he's, he's been struggling. And I mean, yeah. it, of course, their highest paid player, Devontae Adams, does Devontae Adams things and goes 13, 172. He's just carrying the team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's clearly just, you can't just rely on Devontae Adams mm-hmm. to win you football games. It's right. not the way that any team ever who's won legitimate football games has won them. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think the I think Las Vegas, they're going to, they've dug himself in a hole now that I don't think they'll be able to get out for the next four to five years at the latest. I, I mean, they got a lot of things they got to figure out and, one and two is definitely not the way they wanted to start, especially with the uh, con- division they're in as well. No, not at all. I mean, I I don't know what their the what the future schedule looks like for the Raiders, but I can't see them getting more than seven wins. Yeah, I think that's. I feel like this is a seven win football team. I mean, it feels like it. Really I mean, is. just I'm not really a Josh McDaniels fan at all. I like Devontae no. Adams, but Jimmy G, I I just can't trust. I mean, look. Everyone says he's a winner. He's got the completion percentage, but he's also on a loaded 49ers team for the last five years. So yes. I mean, and we'll Any see. What, we've seen how, what he's system. done the last or for the first three weeks with Vegas. I'm not so talented roster and kind of struggle on Sunday night. So definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, just to kind of go back to the Steelers side of this, the you know the opposing quarterback Kenny Pickett. I thought he looked. Um, Jack, I don't know if you want to get some input on this. I thought that he looked like very, very solid he, Sunday. I thought he was placing a one lot of his of better balls games in, in his career. For sure. Yeah. I mean, just watching him, it was like I saw him put balls in a lot of like some windows that you haven't really seen him throw into. Mm-hmm. And he just looked a lot more comfortable and was going through his progressions a lot better. So it kind of just I don't know. That's what I saw, and I kind of yeah. just wanted your input on that. Showed off the know. arm too. I mean, that uh, seventy-two-yard yeah. bomb to Calvin Austin, uh, the third, is definitely has to be the longest ball he's ever thrown in the air in the NFL so far. So that was nice to see the poise in the pocket, the ability to get to get out of the pocket, um, which is some of the Steelers have really never had uh, with Big Ben or Terry Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like like you said, this is. One of the best games I've seen Pickett uh, play in his career. I hope he keeps continuing, continuing this progress because he started really bad. But um, yeah, it was it was it was nice to see him do good. Mm-hmm. On to the AF, we're gonna stay in the AFC North actually. Uh, the Bengals, who you know we've had a lot of high expectations for them. Rams, not so much. They squeak out a win against the Rams, nineteen to sixteen. Both these quarterbacks did not play well at all. Joe Burrow, uh, two hundred fifty nine yards and an interception. Matthew Stafford, 269, a touchdown and two interceptions. I, I guess we can all agree that Joe Burrow is just not healthy. No. Um, yeah. You know, he was no. questionable coming into this game. Um, he's got that calf issue. I mean, I think this is kind of like an emergency start because, like, was Jake Browning going to provide you anything else? Got to go get a win. Yeah, right, and they it. had to go get a win because they're 0-2 and 0-3 teams are like, it's like a 3% chance of an 0-3 team making the playoffs. So, I mean, is Joe Burrow, like, when do you think Joe Burrow is going to get back to his old self? I mean, right now with them being one and two to start, I don't even know if they're able to sit him for games at this moment. Not really. Especially, like, I, I again, I said this last week, they should have 1,000% at him at least the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Start off 0-2, that's fine. You come back Monday night, 
at home finally get your win against the Rams and start building momentum off there. And that's where you can kind of say where your season started. Instead, they tried to really force Joe Burrow to come out. And, I mean, this win this win that they have sort of feels like putting a Band-Aid on a deep-seated scar. Yeah, it's just, right. it's yeah. not, it, it, it does not it. really help many of the issues that we've seen from Cincinnati so far. Their defense looked great, which is uh, is a bright sign for them that their defense is stepping up a lot in presence of Joe Burrow's uh, injury problems. But I I think Cincinnati has dug itself in a little bit of a hole. I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to try to do to get out of it, but it, it's going to be some tough decisions that they're going to have to make. And I mean, maybe you do have to end up sitting Joe Burrow on at least two weeks, maybe a week at this point, depending on how that game Yeah, I'm watching that game. <laughs> watching that game, just seeing Aaron Donald running at Joe Burrow over and over again, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, Something, you know, no. like one hit, and he's going to be even more hurt than he already is. And it was just, I guess I guess you can say that he was serviceable enough to get the job done. Um, the defense played a big part in winning that game, but he he did have some good balls to chase that looked, you know, not too bad. So hopefully he can build on it and maybe that calf will get better over time and but they have to protect him cuz if they don't, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bengals are in a bad situation here because I don't I don't trust them enough as a team without Joe Burrow to go out and and trust that you can win a game without him. So I don't know when they would try to sit him to get him more healthy. So if they don't sit him, he's going to be the shell of him, of his former self for the rest of the year. Be honest with you, I don't think they make the playoffs in this form. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, looking at their schedule that they have, I mean, Titans and Cardinals for the next two weeks, you could maybe argue maybe, yeah. that you could sit them for those two games. But, I mean, Cardinals... Cardinals look good. We Cardinals do kind of look legit. Yeah. Josh Dobbs looks like they're going to win them a couple <laughs> football Josh games, Dobbs. which does not seem like why they wanted to put in Josh Dobbs in the first place. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, maybe yeah, maybe you could say you sit them out mm-hmm. those two weeks, try to get them healthy, get back 100% against the Seahawks. But, I, I don't know. I don't think you can risk possibly going... One and four in that stretch, and then I mean your season's pretty much. See, just I'm over still a Bengals believer because that defense is really. They had six sacks on Monday night. I, I really like that defensive front with Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard and all those guys. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as I mean, Jamar Chase had a really big day, a 141 receiving. I just, I think when Joe Burrow gets healthy, I don't know when that's going to be. Maybe it's in a few weeks. Maybe it's in a month. This team is a Super Bowl team. I mean, you of got course. a lot of talent on the outside. Um, even with Joe Burrow at fifty percent, I still think they can win some tight football game. So we'll have to see. Um, it's going to be really interesting that AFC North battle. Uh, you know, you got the Ravens and the Browns, and they're uh, all pretty good teams as well as the Steelers. So on to the Bears and the <laughs> NFC North. Um, you know, you know what kind of reaction I'm going to get because yeah. uh, the Bears are an absolute joke right now. Uh, Forty-one to ten final score against the Chiefs um, at Arrowhead. Um, not really much to say other than the Chiefs are look just continue to look like them, and the Bears are look like the worst team in the NFL. Oh, by the way, did you know Taylor Swift was there? I didn't know. That. I no, did not know that. Actually. Who is that? <laughs> who, who's who yeah? Is who's that? even Taylor Swift? She, she might be a, a singer. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the biggest person in the world. But yeah, I I mean it's it's just so funny seeing all the jokes about that the Bears are so bad at this point that they're like invite your girlfriend so that way you <laughs> yes. can look good. Yeah. Type of bad. The Bears are the home are homecoming. They're the homecoming. They're the homecoming game. Basically. They are basically the homecoming game. No, uh I mean, 
Good win for the Chiefs. It kind of looks like one that they needed, getting their offense uh, started going again with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I mean, they looked a lot better offensively, of course. 34 in the first half. I yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's not that's nothing to mess with. So, I mean, good, good bounce-back game for the Chiefs to get their offense sort of uh, going and looking forward to the next week. But, I mean... What, what, there's just not even much to say about the Bears. Yeah, what it's is just, there to say? What, what do you even say? There's really nothing. I mean, Justin Fields, love for 22, 99 yards. Uh, just he has, he has regressed so much. Because I, I saw a video two years ago. I mean, his rookie year, he had some. He wasn't wasn't very good, but he had some throws that he has not made this year yet mm-hmm. against the Steelers. I'm sure you remember that. Oh, they yeah. let him on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should have been game winning drive, but the the defense let him down again. Um. And this year, you're just not seeing any of that from Fields. You're not seeing the throws. You're not seeing the anticipated throws. Um, you're not seeing the accuracy. Uh, there's just a lot of things. You're not seeing any design runs, which I don't understand, uh, from Luke Getze, the offensive yeah. coordinator, because the one thing Justin Fields is really good at is running the football, the ball, and yeah. he's not he's not uh, taking advantage of that. Um, I just don't I just don't really understand it. And then, you know, the Bears' defense, you know, they lost some guys, and the Bears' defense just isn't very good. I blame this on the coaching staff with Matt Eberf, who's, I think, I bet my money he's the first guy to get fired. Um, even though the Bears don't really fire anybody in season, I think there is a scenario where they could pull the trigger and fire somebody in season because nobody expect. I don't think anybody really expected this from the Bears. I think no, no, there's people some... were expecting. Hey, you know, Justin Fields to take a step. They go in seven games, six, seven games, May, yeah. and look decent. Yeah, um, I, and they're not doing any of that. So. I I have a question for you, Jay, especially because this was a sort of big topic around not only the Bears but the. Broncos too. Do 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 you agree with Everflus leaving Justin Fields out there in the fourth quarter? No, I for don't. that long because well, he you saw the video of DJ Moore like oh, yeah. helping I, him off yeah, the field, I the right? Video. I don't I don't see any advantage of keeping him in there. The game's a blowout anyway. I just like why why put your quarterback at risk again? I think it's just coaching malpractice by Everflus, and I that's why I kind of want him fired. He's what he's a three and he's three and seventeen in his tenure now. Yeah, worse than Mark Cressman like and worse than other Bears, John Fox, as oh, of right now. Man, so in terms of winning percentage, so right now it's bad. Uh, you know, it's just it's tough. It's tough being a yeah. Chicago fan right now. So I saw um, an interview with Justin Fields where he was just kind of talking about pretty much. He was pretty much just talking about being happy to be there at that point. He was like. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. He was just kind of discussing how he's just happy to be playing the game at this I, point. It seems like it's I don't like him. it's not. It didn't it's, sound great. That that sounds sound a little great. more like a makeup for yeah. his interview that he had yeah. last week, I, uh, talking about uh, maybe coaching problems that he's having. I can't. I, I I can't like not feel bad for Justin Fields. There's he <laughs> yeah. himself. Th- this is all coaching to me. He. Way too talented of a player, too smart of a guy to regress like this. And I just, man. I think it, it's both, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, a little bit of I both. mean, the coaches aren't making those throws. The coaches that aren't, true, like. But, I mean. The coaches aren't sitting in the pocket for five seconds and just getting <laughs> sacked. Like, some of these things are on fields, but the coaching has not helped. It's just, everything's a mess from Kevin Warren, the, the new president, to the owner, George McCaskey. It's all, it's all big pile of garbage, so. Yeah, you gotta I mean, love it. I, I, so, uh, I'd love to see where they go from here in the next couple go? weeks. Are you, ready, are you guys ready for the tank bowl? We'll, t- we'll talk about that in the picks. Oh, but Bears Broncos. Oh boy. So oh boy. It's gonna be a good one. That's right. Uh, <laughs> on to the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Uh, Cowboys got upset by the Cardinals in Arizona. Um, I guess. 
I mean, are the Cowboys, like, we, we thought they were going to be a Super Bowl contender after those first two I, weeks, I was... and then they kind of fall back down to earth, um, losing to a, a Cardinals team that's trying to tank with Josh Dobbs. So. I mean, I was saying this last week. This team can only go as far as Dak's pra- Dak Prescott is going to bring them. Um, the defense, I mean, 28 points is not much that they've given up this year, but, I mean, it's it, it still looks fine. They are missing Travion Diggs a lot. I can tell they were able to get the ball out. Arizona was able to get the ball out way quicker uh, with not a lot of backside coverage uh, from Dallas. So that that seems like a big issue defensively. But I mean, again, only one offensive touchdown from this from this team the entire game. I mean, that's that's not that's not a winning that's not a winning offense. You can do that if your defense is the two thousand Ravens. You cannot do that. Eighty five Bears or the eighty five Bears. You cannot do that with any other defense, no no matter how good they are. Even this Dallas Cowboys defense. This I've been I said this last week. I don't know if Dak Prescott can be the guy that can lead the team to a Super Bowl. And I think we saw that this week that if he cannot lead this offense uh, efficiently, turnover three, turnover free, and Putting up touchdowns instead of field goals, this team's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all comes down to Dak Prescott, how he does, and we saw it last. We saw it last week. Arizona exposed Dak Prescott. He didn't play well, and they lost the game because of it. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I, I was the one defending the Cowboys last week, <laughs> uh, trying to hype them up. Everybody's taking the Niners rightfully so and now and I took the Cowboys. Cowboys go out and lose to uh Josh Dobbs. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 a rough loss. It'd be their first loss. I still think they're gonna I, I don't really think it's gonna affect them a whole lot. Uh I'm sure they'll they'll go get a win um against the Patriots on Sunday. But yeah, you're you're totally right about the about the Dak Dak Prescott stuff. I mean he's just not doing what he needs to do on for his side of the ball to go out and go win a Super Bowl. That's just And and the thing is too, like they they cannot be asked there's just no way they're asking him to do that much with the amount of talent that they have on that defense and offensively. I mean you have Tony Pollard and C D Lamb offensively. They're not really asking him to like Go out and be some great quarterback. They no. just really need him just to be a game manager, Brock and Purdy even is. he can't even do that. Yeah. They literally, yeah, they literally just need him to be Brock Purdy. That's it. He he can't even do that officially. I don't understand what's gone on with Dak Prescott and how he's just regressed so quickly into oh, his yeah. career. <laughs> that I don't. I I maybe it's trying to come back from the injuries he had last year. Maybe it's something like that. But it it's a it's a big regression, and he's. He's just been doing it ever since his rookie year that he had. It feels, it just, I don't know, it just kind of feels old to me. It seems like every year it's kind of the same storyline. It's like it is. Really, the Cowboys yeah. come in and uh, all the hype's around them because they're the Cowboys pretty much. <laughs> That's the way I feel it. Um, <laughs> and they come in, Prescott looks good for like a game or so, and everyone's like, oh, maybe he finally found his rhythm. And then he just does it. Uh, what he did just, Sunday, eh. and he just, and then everyone's like full of doubt again, and then and it just feels like an endless cycle. And they kind of, you know, pedal their way into the playoffs, and then they get knocked out relatively early, and then it happens again the next year. So I don't really know where to draw the line with Dak Prescott. It's kind of like, um, yeah, he could be good. Oh, he looks good. Oh no, he looks bad. 
No, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think you've seen regression from him. Uh, in the last year, he had, I think he led the league in turnovers. But if he can't like turn this around, I mean, the Cowboys are a Super Bowl team. Roster, I, if least, yeah. I think if Dak proves himself because they have a great defense, they have weapons on the outside. Uh, I like Tony Pollard a lot. I think the offensive line, when healthy, is very good. So we'll see how, if Dak can turn it around, I think. I think that's going to be one of the big storylines in this NFL season. On to the Vikings and the Chargers, which was a wild game. Um, I was watching this on NFL Red Zone right before the Bears came on, and holy moly, I mean, 28-24 Chargers. It was just a back-and-forth game. Uh, both of the quarterbacks showed on this one. Uh, Justin Herbert, 405 yards, three touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, 367 yards three touchdowns and an interception, and that interception came at a crucial time for Cousins at the end when Brandon Saylor decides to go for it again on fourth oh. and one in his own territory at the 20-yard oh. line. And the Vikings get it back, and they don't capitalize, and the Chargers end up end up bailing Staley out for the millionth time. Mm-hmm. So I guess my uh, take on this is I think Brandon Staley's – I think he's already on the hot seat, but this is, pl- is flat-out insanity what he is doing. Every um, week here. Yeah. Kirk Cousins needs to be gone. Needs yeah. to be traded. Uh I understand that's uh sort of sacrificing a lamb. Uh, but but at the end of the day, it has to be done. They need to get some value out of him. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not I don't think he's gonna come back uh next year. This is the last year of his contract. I don't see him resigning. Even if he does, it's not gonna do anything to help this Minnesota team. Uh, that's just my quick take on the Minnesota Vikings. I think the season's over for them at this point. They can get a couple wins against Chicago, but then division no. rivals, they're just going to flat out. They're done. They're, they're done. They're done. Their season's over. Um, Charger side, they. So, I cannot believe Brandon Staley, even though he won, still needs to be fired. The hollowest win I've ever seen. I, that's the most, that was the most shallow win ever. I mean, look, they finally let Justin Herbert do what Justin Herbert be does. Him, be Justin be himself. Herbert throw 47 times there was no Austin Eckler so that's why they had to let him throw 47 times but you still love to see it and he I mean obviously went out and killed a pretty bad Viking secondary and Vikings defense in general but that that game was solely won by Justin Herbert Brendan Staley I if you could take wins away from coaches this would be one of them that you should 1000% be taken away yeah Brendan Staley if he if he loses next game he should be done. I hope. Who but they play next one week? one can see. I don't even know who they play next week. They Let play the Raiders. They play the Raiders, so he's probably going to be two and two and what a, uh, stay for the rest of the season. What a so, head coach great. matchup right there, Josh McDaniels and <laughs> Josh uh, McDaniels yeah, and Brandon Staley. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just think for the Chargers last year, this is kind of the, the same stuff with Brandon Staley last year. Uh, it was a the Chargers weren't playing for anything. They had Mike Williams in the game. Mike Williams gets hurt in Week 18. Doesn't play in the Jaguars game, and I think Mike Williams played in that game. They would have beaten the Jaguars exactly, and they ended up blowing I think a twenty-eight and then something lead. Was, even this was, week, yeah, Mike yeah. Williams done for the year. Huge another loss. weapon. Yeah. Huge it's, loss. I, I mean, just it, that that it's bad luck for the Chargers, but they definitely need to make a coaching change very very soon if they want to be taken any any sort of seriously mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just. Uh, it's it's kind of, it's hard to watch them, like it's hard to watch yeah. them seeing how much they See, could do, all the and they're roster, just not doing it. Potential, yeah, and just being hampered by incompetent coaching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's Period. tough. I mean, like if they had competent coaching, I think they're a Super Bowl team. I mean, they got a lot of talent. So, 
we'll have to see how they progress uh, throughout the year. Uh, on to the Lions and the Packers. We'll make this a little quick before we get into the picks due to time constraints. So Lions-Packers, Thursday night football. If, if you're listening to this on Friday, you'll obviously know the result. But we're going to preview this just because it's Thursday afternoon. So Lions-Packers, we got an NFC North rivalry. Uh, two teams are kind of fighting for this division, uh, two, both 2-1. Two and one. It's a big game because mm-hmm. Lions uh, coming off a nice 20-6 uh, to six win over Atlanta coming of kind of just shutting them, Desmond Ritter and that offense down and B. John Robinson. And then for the Packers, coming coming down from 17 to nothing um, and beating the Raiders, or the Raiders, because Derek the, Carr's on the, the Saints. Yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of a nice win for both teams. So I'm, I'm going to go around the table here. Uh, who wins and why? Uh, it's going to be the Lions, and I think it's going to be due to a very low-scoring affair between two really? great defenses. Um, I, I like think that. the Lions have a little bit more offensively than the Packers do. Definitely. I don't like what I've seen Jordan Love from Jordan Love so far throwing the ball. Um, obviously, I don't know if Christian Watson and Aaron Jones are playing this season. Christian Watson is playing. Okay, I. I don't know how much impact he's going to have. No, yeah, just that's, he's got the, the, that's the thing. And uh, Aaron Jones is also expected to play. But, um, man, that I, I just want to say, this Lions defense looks legit. Really good. Like, yeah. I've never, as a Lions fan, I am very skeptical to say that about a Lions defense. But, man, it's, have they been balling out these past three weeks. And Even against the Seahawks, like, it, that that was a little bit that that was a miscue, all right. Like that was a little bit bad defense right there, giving up thirty seven points. But man, Brian Branch, Jack Campbell, those picks, Brian. Aiden Hutchinson, two sacks last week. I mean, this team's defense looks like it. It's a legit defense that could. I mean, it it won them the game against Kansas City. It pretty much won them the game against Atlanta. This defense looks like it's really legit, and I think it's going to take them a long way. And people are going to underestimate it. And I think I think with this defense, and if the offense could just get a little bit better and a little bit healthier, this team is it. it they might be an AFC championship, considering yeah. how the NFC is looking so far. I mean, yeah, you are completely, completely right. I mean, Brian Branch looks like the best value from the draft. So it's far. insane. I mean, that that Atlanta game he played was just he was everywhere. I was, think it was a redemption game for him because week oh, yeah. two he struggled a lot, a little. Oh yeah, and then right. week three he bounced back. So yeah, I mean I agree with that. I mean him falling to forty five is. I know it's a safety. It's kind of the there's not a lot of value in the in the position, but he should have went higher. Anyways, I I guess this is oh uh, took the picks off. Okay, um, yeah. So for this game, definitely will be close. It'll be relatively low scoring uh but I, I don't know i compare the defenses i like the lions defense more compare the offenses i i easily would take the lions offense uh it will be close it, all these packers lions game are going to be close um but yeah i mean if aaron jones plays tonight which i don't know if he's playing tonight it says he's, he's expected to play he is expected okay. to play that's that's a big game because i do not like aj Dillon really much at all uh so that helps the packers a lot but i mean I think the Lions are going to go in there, uh, hold Green Bay around in the high teens, maybe in the low twenties, uh, and yeah, go go get a big win in Lambeau. That's right. Um. So, first off, a big thing for the Detroit Lions is that David Montgomery is expected to suit up tonight, which yeah, is huge for them because mm-hmm. their running game has been. 
Gibbs hasn't been doing bad, but Montgomery getting those crucial yards throughout these past few games, the offense has definitely missed him, and him coming back could be big for them. Um, as for Green Bay, I feel like this game is at Lambeau. It's a night game. It's prime time. Spotlight's going to be on Jordan Love. Jordan Love has... This game for him is going to be something that people are going to carry with him, I feel like, if that makes any sense. Um, uh, like, just, he, like if he comes out and plays like a, like a stinker. Yeah, this could be like a telltale game for him, I feel like. This defense, like the Lions that. defense, like we've all agreed, is just really legit, really strong defense. And Jordan Love... This game, you can kind of get a good indication of where he stands because right. there's a little, there's a little back and forth going on. He had a bad first half last week. Yeah. Second half came back, played I still pretty really well. Don't know how good he is? Nobody yeah. really knows, but I think this game could be a big one for him. No, Jordan Love. I think he's. I mean, we don't know what he is yet, but so far he's looked pretty decent. Um, I got the Lions in this game. Um, just because I, I'm a big believer in them this year. I'm not solely on the set on the Packers just yet. I think they might be a six or seven seed, but the Lions, I think, are the division winner here. I think it starts tonight. Um, Like I said, I really like their defensive front with Hutchinson. thought he had a nice game uh, last week against Atlanta. So we'll have to see. It's going to be a good NFC North matchup I'm pretty excited to watch. Uh, On to the picks, um, it's going to be interesting to see um, how we we're here because Josh, who is not here today, has his has Excel sheet yes. uh, for our picks, so it's going to be interesting. We're going to start off with the Dolphins and the Bills. Bills are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Buffalo. This is a big one because a big AFC uh, – big AFC – AFC, what division? AFC, AFC, AFC East. East. AFC East. I'm having a little bit of a brain fart here. But uh, Dolphins, Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills just because it's at home. Love the love this Dolphins offense, but I'm gonna ride with Buffalo here in in a in a nice AFC East showdown at home. So yeah, me Bills minus two and a half. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the Dolphins here. Uh, I think Mike McDaniel's gonna find a way to uh, uh figure out how to somehow score against this Buffalo defense, who has played exceptionally well to start this season. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think I think Mike McDaniel's just he's too good of a coach and he'll definitely figure out how to put up some points on the board. And I think this might be a game where Josh Allen struggles a little bit. Um, I think the Miami defense might be able to hold him a little bit better than uh, Washington and the Raiders have. So I think I'm going to go Miami uh, to win outright. Yeah, I mean we didn't uh, we didn't get to mention uh, the game that the Bills had against the Commanders last week, a team that I held pretty highly in my mind. Uh, very, very yeah, impressive. Not. I had some questions about the Bills. That kind of um, answered them in that the Bills are indeed legit. Again, yeah, this game is going to be great. Uh, two and a half, that's – personally, I, I wouldn't touch this number in real life because this is going to be a crazy game. I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. Um, but, man, I, I think it – this regular season, I think, is really going to be the Dolphins' season. I think the Dolphins are, are going to go into Buffalo and get a huge win uh, and keep rolling at 4-0. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Bills for this one. Uh, it's in Buffalo, and I think it's 
a big game for them. I think their defense has been playing really well. The Dolphins are coming in, coming off of dropping 70 points. But, you know, the Bills are not... The Bills are by no means anywhere close to the Broncos. and Not, not uh, at all. Not at all. So, it's entirely possible that they could come into Buffalo and just kind of run into a wall. You know what I mean? Like, just sort uh, yeah. of mm-hmm. I could fall say, flat yeah. because they're coming off of just being able to do whatever they want against Denver, and then you're going into this Bills defense that's not going to let you do half the things you want to do. So it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Bills will take care of business at home. On to the AFC North. We got the Bengals traveling to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, this is going to be a very low-scoring game, in my opinion. Two defenses that are actually like pretty good and offenses that are really struggling right now. Yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry, I think he had... Minus two yards on the ground against the the <laughs> Stout Spears Browns season. defense. I'm gonna take the Titans at home here. Uh, I just I don't trust. I just don't trust Joe Burrow right now. And that's fair. I mean the, the Titans defense. I I think will honestly just eat him alive. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Titans here uh, plus the two and a half. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Uh, regards to however they handle the Joe Burrow situation. This week, uh, I still think the Titans are just too inept on offense mm-hmm. to win any sort of game. Um, it the, the Bengals' defense has looked really good so far, and I think that'll be the proving point for this game and how they end up winning it is great defense and sort of winning a field position battle, low-scoring Pretty game. Pretty much, right? A lot of punts will be happening this game. Joe Mixon running the ball at least 20 times. So, it's going to be a big-time um, game. Yeah, give me the Bengals in a really ugly, low-scoring game. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. I mean, I would rather have Joe Burrow on one leg, one ankle, rather than Ryan Tannehill completely healthy. So, um, yeah, this is going to be ugly game. Uh, like I said, a, a lot of punts will probably happen. Low-scoring uh, both these offenses are uh, are moving like molasses uh, these past three weeks. But, yeah, I mean, Tennessee, you, l- you look at the last three games, they lose to a not-great New Orleans team. They beat a Brandon Staley-led Chargers team and got trounced by the Browns. They're not very good at all. Uh, I'll take the Bengals. I'm also going to take the Bengals here. Um, I think the Bengals' offense – I think Joe Burrow this past weekend looked a little better. I mean, Marginally. not much, you know, but he was making some throws, and I feel like hopefully there's just a gradually improvement. I'm I'm expecting that this weekend against the Titans, so I think they'll put up a decent amount of points, honestly, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Next up, we're going to stay in the AFC North. we got the Ravens and the Browns, an old-fashioned AFC North showdown here. Browns are a three-point favorite. I'm taking the Browns. Look, the Ravens had a bad loss uh, against Indy at home. I'm not a Ravens believer yet. I'm, the Browns have a very good defense. I lo- that defense is actually legit. So I'm going to go with the Browns minus three here. Uh, what say you guys? Give me the Cleveland Browns to start three and one in this NFL season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, look, the Ravens, the one thing that run- that moves that offense is running the ball. Cleveland has one of the best rushing defenses in the NFL yes. by far. It's not even close. Um, I think this defense is going to absolutely shut down Baltimore. I don't really see the, the Baltimore has not shown enough to me in the air that they can really beat a team by just throwing the ball, and that's what they're going to have to do if they want to win against Cleveland. 
Um, also, I think Deshaun Watson looked a lot better last week too. He did, yeah. Um, One of his I guess the Titans. He looked he looked like old Deshaun. I think uh, this offense gets a little bit. It, it, I think he kind of. I, I think he built off it. I think he has another good performance today in Baltimore, and uh, I think they win the game at home. This this one is this one's <laughs> tough. This is really tough. Um, because Cleveland, yes, their defense is amazing. It's it's a top five defense in the league, undoubtedly in my mind. But you know, the big question mark for me because I don't really have a question mark with Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is he's he's Lamar Jackson. Everybody knows Lamar Jackson is yeah. good. Deshaun still a lot of question marks in my mind, and that honestly, that's what's going to come down for me. Uh, I really like this Baltimore team. I have high expectations for this Baltimore team to maybe go far in the playoffs, possibly. So, yeah, it, it'll, this 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 be a scrappy match. Um, but I think I'll yeah I'll, I'll take the Ravens. Um, I'm also gonna go with the Ravens. I feel like they're gonna bounce back. Um, it's pretty much all I've got. I mean, like. Cleveland's defense looks really good, but I think the Ravens have a lot of offensive potential. A lot, yes. Definitely. Uh, staying in the AFC North, we got the Steelers at the Texans. Uh, CJ Stroud's actually looked really good. Yeah, this yes. believe it or not, feels like a trap game he, for the Steelers. <laughs> I mean, right now he's the offensive rookie of the year. He's looked really good. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers, though. I don't think the Texans are that team yet. Um Steelers on the road though, I, I kind of scare me. So this is tough. Yeah. It, but I'm gonna. Man, this is really tough. I think right? it'll be really interesting to see how CJ Stroud does against a really legit NFL defense. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ sort of coming down the barrel. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, I like, I like Indies and the and Baltimore's defenses. I think they're very respectable, but I don't think they're anything like the Steelers' defense. Um, the way they yeah. just mm-hmm. are going to hunt down CJ Stroud, um, with TJ Watt on the line too. Um, give me the Steelers just because I I still have doubts about how CJ Stroud is going to perform under pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's really had to face a formidable front seven yet. And that's, that's not going a good to, offensive line. Yeah, so. it's not a good offensive line, and this front seven is dangerous. So I think he's going to struggle a lot under pressure. And give me a give me Steelers to win. I'm also taking the Steelers. Yeah, I will take the Steelers as well. Uh, shout out um, our GM. Um, Omar Khan for a mastermind play trading Kendrick Green, which is our worst offensive lineman, to the Texans, <laughs> knowing we would play him later down the line, so that our defensive line could absolutely eat him alive. Uh, yeah, CJ Stroud's been great. Tank Dell, he's been great, but yeah, I this is this is maybe CJ Stroud's first like really legit um, defensive line he's going to have to face. Yeah, so. Um, we're gonna get after him. I mean, it'll be close because all of our games are gonna be close. But yeah, yeah, uh, give me Steelers. Um, I think C.J. Stroud might have his welcome to the NFL game mm-hmm. this coming weekend. Um, I think he's got a lot of talent, but I don't think he's seen a defense quite like this one yet. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he reacts. I think he might get, you know. He's going to be under a lot of pressure, and it'll be good to see. Um, like, it'll be good to see how he kind of tries to figure it out. 
So, but I'm going to take the Steelers. I feel like the Steelers are just ascending upwards, in my opinion, just watching them throughout the year. And hopefully they keep ascending for Jack's sake, for sure. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Should be fun. Uh, we got the Broncos and the Bears. We'll do a little bit of a rapid fire due to time constraints, but the Broncos and the Bears are the tank bowl. Broncos are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I can't do – I cannot bet on the Bears <laughs> I, here, so I'm going with the Broncos just because they got the better quarterback. Uh, I don't know if that really says anything, so I'm going to go with the Broncos here. Uh, right. Yeah, give me the Broncos in a Week 4 Toilet Bowl Classic. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this game. I mean, these these are maybe the worst two teams in the league so far this, this year. But, yeah, I mean, one team has Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, so I'll pick that team, Broncos. This game might be so bad that it's good. <laughs> Um, it's just I'm I'm gonna be watching I'm gonna be watching it very intently because I just want to see what goes on during this game, and um, but I'm gonna pick Broncos country. Let's ride. Um, <laughs> Let's ride. I just I don't know I don't know what to think of it. It's gonna be hard to watch, but I'm not gonna be able to take my eyes off it. <laughs> it's gonna be so, it's gonna be so bad. It'll be awesome. Uh, next up, uh, the 4:25 game with the Patriots at the Cowboys. Um, I don't know. I mean, both these teams. Uh, uh, the Cowboys are the better team, but they also lost to Arizona. I'm gonna take Patriots plus six and a half. I, I like the, the Cowboys to win. Yeah, I'm. You? I'm gonna agree with that. Uh, these two teams feel eerily similar to them, except I think the Cowboys have a little bit of a better offense than New England. But uh, give me New England the cover in a very low, ugly scoring game, and uh, yeah, give me the Cowboys the win though. Yeah, um, I think the Cowboys will get a nice, a nice bounce back uh, here against the Patriots. Um, I think the. Cowboys defense is going to absolutely shut down Mac Jones. Hopefully, none of them gets uh, a ball tapped. Hopefully not. But <laughs> yeah, they got to watch out for that. Yeah, one. watch out. But yeah, I nothing about this Patriots team is redeeming for me. I'll take the Cowboys six and a half. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Cowboys. The Patriots just look so mediocre that uh, I feel like the Cowboys just beat them out talent wise, and it's in Dallas, so. Yeah, I got to go with the Cowboys. Last one, Saturday Night Football. Oh, Taylor Swift's attending this oh, game, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. So, oh, boy. That's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> Chiefs at the Jets. This game would have been great if Rodgers was playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, it's Zach Wilson's show, once again, who's really struggling right now. Uh, Chiefs are 9.5 point favorites. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, Zach Wilson's just not good at all. No. Um, and the Chiefs are just, a, are just a firepower right now. So, I'm going to go with the Chiefs at the Jets. So. Uh, yeah, this will be another homecoming game uh, for the Chiefs. Uh, I can't believe they got two in a row. That's actually really crazy. I've never yeah. seen a high school do that before. Um, but, yeah, give me the Chiefs in an absolute blowout and a over on Taylor Swift camera pants of, like, 12. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Travis Kelsey is going to go for 500 yards in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chiefs pretty easily are going to beat the Jets. Yeah, if you have Travis Kelsey on your fantasy team, you are – these last two weeks have been probably your or favorite. If you're 21, weeks. bet bet it's, him um, bet the over. A lot. Yeah, I don't know, but I've got a, I've got the Chiefs winning this game, and it's probably not going to be remotely close. I feel like there's a lot of, I've heard that there's some rumors of some trouble in the locker room with. Uh, yes. Riding with Zach Wilson, signing Trevor Simeon. Yes. <laughs> 
something they did as well for some reason. It, it sounds like it sounds like Salah is really losing that defense right now. Yeah, that's so something he cannot afford to lose I if he know, wants to have like, any sort of chance of winning football games. It's this bad. Year. It's just gonna keep getting worse for the Jets, and I feel bad, but it is what it is. I mean, that's what happens when you keep playing Zach Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? A good replacement or somebody that we're gonna add to the team is Trevor Simeon. You know. <laughs> That'll really it's get the just juices flowing. I, we'll see who they – I mean, I think they have to, have to sign someone eventually, but we'll have to see. I think yeah. Right now they're rolling with Zach Wilson. But I think that's going to do it for week four of the pile. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening here on today's show. We will be back next week, either Thursday or Friday, depending on our schedules because we got the Izzo camp on next Friday. But oh, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that next yeah. week. So I think that'll do it for this show. For Oscar Henderson, Jack David, Matt Corey, we should have a full crew next week. My name is Jada Coster. We will see you guys next time.